Welcome to Exploring Video Games. I'm Citrus Seltzer, and today is Thursday, June 3rd, 2021, and this is episode 83. For this episode, I played The Last Guardian. This is a 2016 horror action-adventure game developed by Japan Studio and Gen Design and published by Sony for the PlayStation 4. So this is a werewolf game. You're a werewolf in kind of ambiguous olden times. Uh, you've been separated from your pack, but you return to them and try to reassimilate as well as deal with the conflicts that your pack has with the humans. Uh, it's a pretty quick kind of poppy game, uh, lots of action. Uh, I finished it in 26 hours. Uh, I wasn't like super into it, um, but it did have some highlights uh, and a pretty good game overall. I usually kind of enjoy horror games. So you play as Michael, uh, you're a very stoic wolf uh, in the land of Credenza. And yeah, the game is kind of broken into thirds. And it's kind of all about uh, the individual's relationship to society, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, yeah, so you start off, you're a free wolf. You're living kind of a rough life in the wilderness, kind of like survival-y. Uh, you live with your girlfriend, Melsentia. Um, as a wolf, you hunt and provide. And as a man, you kind of like tend to your little hovel and take care of Melsentia. Um, I really liked this part. Uh, I thought that was the highlight of the game. Um, and the rest was a little bit of a disappointment compared to it. Uh, it's like the quietest part of the game. It's very like solemn feeling. You're just like quietly and like deliberately going about your tasks. There's like not much music. Um, I also think it's the most violent part of the game in terms of like the portrayal of violence is very gross and like genuinely horrifying. Like, there's more quantity of violence later in the game, but, um, yeah, the stuff in the beginning is very, is more memorable. Uh, the werewolfism is cool, kind of classic werewolfism. Uh, in the game, they sometimes refer to it as the split, and it's basically for three nights, uh, once a month, you turn into a werewolf. Um, the werewolves are uh, a lot sleeker and kind of more like alien than the average looking werewolf, uh, which I liked. Uh, yeah, wolf mode, pretty good. Things are kind of jagged and quick. Uh, you're very fast and you're strong, but, uh, your precision is down. Uh, and it gets, you get better at like controlling it and it kind of becomes more fun when you get better at it. Uh, but yeah, in the, when you're on the moors, you're just kind of going around doing whatever you want. Uh, very fun to like hunt and stalk. Beautiful, misty setting. Uh, oh, I loved killing the crone. That was a real highlight for me. 
That might have been my favorite part. Oh, another highlight is you also uh, are occasionally fighting these Kemrixes, where these like evil wraith hounds that like occasionally come around and you have to fight them. Uh, they're great, very spooky, uh, very challenging to fight. Uh, so your girl, Malsentia, she betrays you by having relations with another wolf, and you leave her and return to a wolf pack that you learn that you used to belong to. So learning about the old pack is a reveal. It becomes kind of a different game after that. Um, and I like that surprise. I didn't really like where the game went. Um, so yeah, the second part of the game is you trying to make amends with your pack. Uh, you as a player learn all these new rules about them. Uh, they're called the Drexel and they're initiants who are essentially like self-domesticated werewolves. Uh, they have very strict rules of living uh, to control the split and to keep up their end of their pact with the surrounding uh, lands of humans. So yeah, they never kill humans and they use like a variety of like drugs and other practices to like retard and control the split. Uh, so yeah, like I said, the tone changes a lot here. Everything gets a lot quicker, kind of more frenetic in a way that I didn't really appreciate. Um, yeah, I liked the pace of the first part. I liked it. I wanted it slower and more challenging. Uh, I thought the rest, like, I thought the the whole game would have been better if it was just had the same amount of content, but just like slowed it down. Um, yeah, I also thought it became like a lot easier, uh, which again, I didn't really appreciate or I didn't think that was like as fun as the first part. Uh, yeah, you just like don't, it's just like, um, yeah, it kind of introduces a lot of action and missions and you kind of like don't really get to like slow down and appreciate the world or even like get a handle on uh, like the settings. And yeah, I guess I just wanted more of an established uh, world like the first part was. So yeah, you do a lot of like grunt work for the pack to get back in good standing with them. It's kind of suffocating to be an initiant. Um, it does get more fun when you get access to their powers, but I liked that. I like that you, uh, I don't know, I, I felt like you feel the give and take of like living this kind of more pro-social life of an initiant. So you're eventually reinitiated uh, and allowed back, given your own hutch. Uh, you learn all their ceremonies, incantations, and spells and stuff. Uh, the apothecary is awesome. Getting full access to that makes the game uh, much more like actiony and reckless. Uh, you can make your own potions and revive spells, and you can be like much less careful from then on. As an initiate, you do a lot of protection work for the neighboring human city of Curison. Uh, lots of, like, bands of marauders, uh, the occasional free wolf. 
Um, yeah, I thought that was okay. Fighting as an initiate is more powerful, and it is initially um, more fun. But uh, yeah, it's less challenging overall. I don't know. It just like wasn't as memorable. The fights are like splashier, but uh, yeah, not as challenging, not as satisfying. So pretty quickly after you get the goat's weed necklace, uh, you meet the humans. Uh, your first interaction with them is when you are brought in to rebuild the church after a storm has toppled it. Uh, before that, you don't, you haven't interacted with them one on one, and being among them is pretty cool. They're like terrified of you, and they like revere you. Uh, it feels very powerful and important whenever you have to like physically go into Curison. Uh, and then that's like the last little third of the game. And again, it has like kind of a big tone shift. Uh, the world of the humans, uh, like Curison is just like a very happy-go-lucky like circus world compared to life around the Drexel and uh, certainly compared to life on the moors. Uh, the humans are just like jovial idiots and they don't stop talking and singing and complaining. Uh, they're definitely like portrayed as buffoons and I think the game kind of like shows that their like relative ease of life has kind of made them weak and incapable. Um, and yeah, their portrait is like very dumb, but they're fun. They just seem like they're having fun. Uh, I love uh, Clarette. She was my favorite character in the game. Amazing villain. Uh, very over the top. Voiced by Linda Miller. So good. Uh, I really related to her. And she has great, great outfits. Yeah, I liked the whole scene at Phil's Pub. I thought that was uh, fun in small measure. So there's always tension uh, between the sun and the moon, but it escalates massively when a human girl goes missing, uh, and she's eventually found, like, horribly gutted near the worm fields, and the humans rightfully assume it was a wolf and rescind their pact with you and basically, like, launch an attack on any initiant, any free wolf, any wolf. Uh, so the fighting gets a lot heavier here. It's kind of weird to be killing the humans, but uh, it was also kind of like mindless action at this point, and there wasn't, um, yeah, I don't know. I just like wasn't really thinking about it too much. Uh, you discover that Melsentia has become a Chemerix and is essentially responsible for the child's death, and you have to hunt her down and kill her. Um, the fight with her is actually awesome, uh, extremely challenging in a really fun way, and it's really, really long fight, uh, just very, like, unrelenting. Um, and yeah, I was, I was impressed by that battle, I thought it was a great way to kind of end the game, and I was pleasantly surprised after kind of a lot of quick and easy battles. Yeah, it took me many hours over a couple sessions to beat her. Um, I thought that was great. Yeah, I really liked when the game is challenging or slow. 
Uh, yeah, I wish more of the game had been like that. So yeah, um, okay game. Some great fights, some good settings. Uh, I did like the like theme of like the individual versus society. Thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, I liked the wolf effects. But yeah, it was just an okay game. I wouldn't really recommend it unless you're like, I don't know, unless you're really into werewolves, I guess. Um, so for next episode, um, I am going on vacation. So I will have an episode for June 17th, but I'm not exactly sure what it will be. We will see. Uh, you can reach me at exploringvideogames at AOL.com. The website is exploringvideogames.tumblr.com, which is where I upload the screenshots. And it would be awesome if you could rate or review the show anywhere. Thanks so much for listening. I will see you next time.